time to that. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to It's a Religion, the podcast that uh, seeks and hopes to encourage, edify, build up, not tear down, and uh, speak truth. Truth to uh, myself, truth to anybody that wants to hear it, though not many do nowadays. But um, we uh, hope to, to speak about faith in this life and uh, what those who are doing things in this life are putting faith in because we all have it. We all utilize it. We all uh, use our faith uh, in many ways. So welcome, Ehud, son of Dennis here. Uh, it's a religion coming to you live from the Middle West of the United. No, sorry, I almost forgot. We are coming to you live from the Middle West of the divided states of America and to the Republic because it still is a Republic, not a democracy. For those of you watching CNN, to the Republic for which it stands, two nations completely divided, two nations under God completely divided with liberty and justice for some, those who are connected and who know the right people. So, you know, you can pretty much get away with anything nowadays if you know the right folks. And uh, those of uh, us who simply have gone somewhere on a certain day and walked into a building we weren't supposed to uh, can get held indefinitely as supposed insurrectionists uh, against this country, which is really uh, amazing to me that the people of this country haven't um, risen up to defend these folks. But, you know, there's a certain segment of our society that's happy to go along with the government edicts, the uh, top-down control, the just give me my, my check and I'll be happy. I can go do what I want to do. I don't have to take responsibility for anything. I don't have to, uh, you know, do what's necessary to take care of myself. And there's a certain segment that is fine having it that way. So, again, I don't say that to to tear down this country. I say that because that is the truth of where we're at in this country. It, It is a completely divided society. In some ways, I guess it always has been since its founding. Uh, There were folks that wanted to maintain the crown of England. There were folks that didn't want to do that, that wanted to be free. And, you know, fast forward 100 years, and there were folks that wanted to maintain states' rights over the federal government and folks that wanted the federal government to control. Uh, And, you know, in a lot of ways, just keep us together as a union and you know fast forward another you know 170 years let's see 40 160 years and we're in the same place we have uh, folks that want to follow the credos of their conscience and uh, more of a Christian morality base and folks that uh, it's a free-for-all But then, you know, those same folks that want the free-for-all don't understand by giving away authority to the government uh, to decide what's best for us. 
Got to get your shot. <clears throat> we are basically giving away our freedom. And uh, so that's not good. But this morning, you know, we want to, we always start out with some scripture after my uh, initial diatribe, if you will. But I was in John 15 today, and this whole thing is just amazing. Um, I am the true vine, and my father is the farmer. Every branch in me that bears not fruit, he takes away, and every branch that bears fruit, he purges it, and it may bring forth more fruit. Now, all of you are clean through the word which I have spoken to you, which I find is a fascinating statement. Um, that's verse 3 of John chapter 15. And uh, my thing's not working. Anyway, abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can all of you, except all of you abide in me. I am the vine and all of you are the branches. He that abides in me and I in him, the same brings forth much fruit. For without me, all of you can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered, and men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If you, if all of you abide in me, and my word abides in you, all of you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. Here in my Father is glorified that all of you bear much fruit. So all of you will be my disciples. <clears throat> as the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Continue all of you in my love. If you keep my commandments... All of you shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken unto you, that my joy might remain in you, and that your joy might be full. This is my commandment, that all of you love one another, as I have loved you. And greater love has no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. And all of you are my friends, if all of you do whatsoever I commanded you. So, he was teaching his disciples in some last moments before he's going to the cross. But the truth remains. You know, it says, Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit itself. And, you know, later on in this chapter, he comes back and says, Look, I've chosen you all. And, uh, <clears throat> but, you know, he finishes with, But when the Comforter has come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth, which proceeds from the Father, he shall testify of me, and all of you shall also bear witness, because all of you have been with me from the beginning. So the Comforter is what he's given us as believers when he went away after rising again and ascending to the, uh, to the Father in heaven. And we can have confidence and trust in that, that he is there, um, it says in other parts of the Bible that he's there as an advocate for us. And it's the whole thing is just a beautiful, beautiful thing. And if, if we're not abiding in him, then uh, we're going to go astray. We're going to go... Uh, we're not going to produce fruit. That brings him glory. We're going to produce fruit that either tries to bring us glory or, um, you know, is, uh, when I think about it, the enemy wants us to produce fruit that glorifies us and uh, makes little of God. And I think you see a lot of that 
in our society today, you know, especially in this culture of, um, oh, look at me on Facebook uh, and social media. Uh, you know, everybody wants their five minutes of fame on, on social media or whatever it is, but it's still glorifying ourselves instead of walking humbly. Um, you know, I'm knowing myself, I struggle a little bit with the work situation that I have right now. Um, and I won't get into all the reasons why, but uh, there's a, a way in which God is calling me to humility, humility. And I think I deserve better than that within myself. And so it's a bit of a struggle, but I want to abide in him and realize that he went to a cross and hung on it for me. Who am I to think I'm better than anybody? That I'm more qualified than anybody to do anything? Except that I do it in him. So, uh, and that's, you know, I would encourage you to read John 15, good stuff. The whole book of John is just amazing. And if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, that's a great place to start because there's, there's a lot in the book of John that, that is not in the other Gospels that talks about how and who uh, Christ was, how he approached things, um, gives some insight into uh, the way in which we need to think and live. Um, on that note, uh, one of the things that in our society today has become blatantly obvious uh, especially in America, is that the public school system, including and especially the collegiate system in this country, over the last 60 or so years, since the 60s uh, revolution, if you will, um, has been taken over by leftists, folks that um, are godless, that put their faith and trust in evolution, and that we came here by random acts of chance through scientific means instead of uh, being created by a God who loves us and gives us purpose, but also gives us some uh, accountability, some rules to live by. And we've seen it, uh, you know, start out in um, small ways, you know, a little bit here, a little bit there. But that's what, you know, when you look at society in, in general, the left is very good at, at incrementalism. You know, they'll go for something crazy, but then take a little bit. And you see this at work in government and other institutions. But um, we're at a point today where um, I saw a story this morning that somebody started a new university. That is, their credo is free thought, free speech, um, civil discourse, which is what universities are supposed to be about. They're supposed to be places where you can go and uh, exchange ideas, talk about things from different perspectives, and um, expand your horizons a little bit. And uh, nowadays, most of them, including our, a lot of our public schools, are just um, government institutions that, because they're getting so much money through the federal government, the federal spigot, um, or the state spigots, or you know whatever you want to call it, um, they're just factories of leftism, Marxism, and they don't want to hear debate. They don't want to hear alternate viewpoints. You know, if you don't agree with them, you are labeled and branded a racist, bigot, homophobe, whatever. And it's it's really a sad state, uh, and it's disingenuous. 
it's going to hurt our society. And we see that um, completely. But again, what does Satan do? Satan lies, steals, destroys. And, you know, that's a, in, in uh, military terms, you know, strategically, that's a the perfect place to start. If you want to try and thwart um, the freedom God brings us, the, uh, it's the beauty of, of God and who he is. Um, you know, if you want to try and cancel that, try and get it out of our society, you have to change minds. You have to change hearts. And to go after children's hearts when they're young and don't know anything, and how do I know that? Because I was there once and I didn't know squat, even though I thought I knew everything. And I don't know what that is with, with our society when kids turn 17, 18 years old, and some a little bit younger, some a little bit older, that all of a sudden they know more than their parents do about life. Uh, and then they go through this time and somewhere down the line they come out of it and go, hey, wait a minute, my parents were kind of right about a lot of stuff. But anyway, hey, I, uh, I'm going to wrap it up with that today. Um, you know, be encouraged because even though uh, Satan is out there trying to lie, steal, destroy, abide in Christ um, and uh, pray for me to abide in Christ today, to be mindful of his presence, mindful of the presence of the Holy Spirit, mindful of um, his desire to see us produce fruit. And uh, let that be so. So I thank you. Thank you, Lord, for this time and this opportunity to, uh, to do this, to share with people. And pray that you are magnified and glorified in it, Lord, and that others would be encouraged in their faith that no matter what happens in this life, we have nothing to be anxious for because you are on the throne. Thank you, Lord. Things like me and her on a poor swing, the summer nights and fireflies and the sound of my old six string. Blessings on blessings on blessings on blessings. If I still got breath in these lungs, then that's all I need to get down on my knees and be thankful for all that He's done for my mama, for my friends.